so tonight we're just going to get into the word and I'm going to share a truth with you that I think uh, that I feel like is so vitally important to your success. Title of my message tonight is The Enemy of Wrong Thinking. When you think incorrectly, um, man, your thinking and, and, and your life, all kinds of things in your life begin to work against you when your thinking is wrong. You know, you might say, well, uh, how, how am I supposed to think or, or along whose line? Because everybody has different opinions in, in life. And there are, there's all kinds of opinions. But what I'm talking about is thinking like God thinks, thinking like the God of the Bible, following in his footsteps and in his ways. We have to do that. But we have to realize that the world that we live in today, it, it wants to shape your thinking. And, and, and the world itself has to do with a specific way of thinking, a, a, a specific mindset. And so much of that out there in the world is negative and, and, it, and it works against God's way of thinking. So um, if, you, if you are going to live in this life and you're going to be effective in this life, then you have to allow your thinking to change and realize that your thinking has to change all the days of your life. I mean, literally, all the days of your life, your thinking has to change. You, you, God is so vast and, 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 and so huge in, in all that He is, there's no way to ever learn everything about God. You're going to always be making changes. And if you want to live a successful life, your thinking has to line up with God. I've learned that over the last 40 plus years of my life and being born again and learning about the things of God. Man, I'm, 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 I'm more hungry today after 40 plus years. I'm more hungry today for the things of God than I ever have been before, for the knowledge of God, the understanding of God. I want it more and more today than I ever have before. So I want to look at a few passages of Scripture, a few verses of Scripture tonight that, that kind of help enforce the, the point that I'm making. Um, again, the title of my message is The Enemy of Wrong Thinking. So, number one, you've got to get information that you believe is the right thinking. You have to believe it. It's not just listening to some preaching or read the Bible or get some information and, okay, that's going to work for you. You know, you have to believe it. That's our part, that we have to spend enough time developing and changing the way that we think so that we think like God and believe it's true and watch it come to pass. That's the exciting part of it, man. You Living for God, there's never a dull moment. There's some, you know, there can be some difficult times, but there's never a dull moment living with God because you're always evolving and you're always changing. I'm excited about it. So I want to read this passage, these, uh, or these two verses of Scripture out of 2 Corinthians chapter 4, uh, starting with verse 3. The Apostle Paul says this. He said, but even if our gospel is veiled, and gospel just means truth it's it's the word of god the good news uh, is what it's defined as god's good news isn't that, isn't that cool uh, god's word and everything about god is good it's good news it's not bad news turn on the television all you see is just bad things that are going on god's news is good so he said even if our gospel the good news is veiled or it's covered up it's not revealed people don't see it it is veiled to those who are perishing whose minds the God of this age has blinded. Now, the Apostle Paul here calls the God of this age, which is the devil, um, 
The Apostle Paul says that he's the God of the age, or one translation says, of the world. I said earlier that the world is, is a mindset, it's a way of thinking. And even though, even though we live in this world, and there's a lot of negative information, there's a lot of negative emotions and flow out there in the world, there's a world that I live in that I've framed in my life with God's truth, with the good news. So you got the bad news, but I'm framing my world with the good news, see? And he said, if that good news is veiled, if it's covered up, well, then people are perishing. They're not fulfilling their purpose and plan. Every human being on the planet was created by God, and God's DNA is in them. And, and what really makes every human being flourish is knowing about God and, and drawing from the information and the truth of who God really is. But you have to believe that it's true. You have to really believe in Him, first and foremost. He said, if it's veiled, it's veiled to those who are perishing because the God of this age, the devil, through thinking processes, keep people in bondage. He said, he has them blinded. And he said, they don't believe unless the light of the gospel, the good news of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. Well, there's a lot of words there, a lot of, a lot of things that you have to define. But what he's saying is, if you get the understanding of God, it's an enlightenment in your soul, in your mind. You get the understanding of God's word, it runs the darkness out. I mean, it runs it away. The wrong thinking, the, the, the wrong ideas, that's the world that I'm framing in my life. And I know many, many people that are doing the same thing. But my world, even though I live in the world, I'm not letting the God of the world or this age frame the world that I live in. And it's a battle. I mean, it's constant every day. There's constant emotions. There's, there's constant feelings, negative feelings and emotions that are coming in and out and hitting you from every direction. But I've taken the word of God and the truth of God's word and allowed it to illuminate my mind so that every day I'm learning to think more like God than ever before. And what that does, it, it's actually like a replacement. You, you're, you're removing the wrong way of thinking with the right way of thinking. And it's a process. And I'm telling you, it's a lifetime process. You're never going to get to the end of it. And, and maybe that discourages some people, but with me, man, I'm excited about it because I'm getting more understanding after 40 plus years. I'm getting more understanding of who God is and learning how to live victorious today like never before. I'm so excited about it, but, but the reason I'm excited is because it, it's something I believe in that I'm able to share and, and show by example to other people how great God is. That, that whole duplication process is what God counts on in the earth. For people, you, you know, for something good and, and for changes to be made in one person so that that, he, that person can help other people and, and there's a duplication process. That's how I got saved. That's how I, I've been changed is because it, it's, it's changed in other people. Other people have been an influence in my life and I'm able to be an influence to other people. And that's, that's the process that God wants to happen. But as I said, the enemy of our thinking, of, of our, the enemy of wrong thinking is what destroys and shuts people down and keeps them from being able to fulfill and, and, and see their dreams and their destiny fulfilled. God had a destiny for your life before you were even thought about. He had a plan for your life. 
And God wants to see that come to pass, but you have to think like him. There's an enemy out there that's trying to get you to not believe in God's word and get you to believe that the things you see and all the negative things that are around you, there's nothing you can do about it. I'm telling you tonight, there is something you can do about it. Another verse of scripture that kind of backs up what I'm saying here is found in Matthew 12 and verse 36 and 7. It says, but I say to you that for every idle word men shall speak, they will give account of it in the day of judgment. For by your words will you be justified, and by your words will you be condemned. That's Matthew 12. By your words are you justified, by your words are you condemned. So I want to throw something else in here just along with talking about your thinking and, the, and your thoughts and the, the way you think about specific things. Because the way you think will end up being the way you talk. If you don't change the way you think, if you, if you don't change your mentality about life, then you're going to always talk the negative about how bad everything is. And, you know, it, you know, if it's not one thing, it's something else. And, you know, I'm just afraid this is going to happen. And, you know, I'm going to lose my job. And I'm going to, you know, all this negative stuff comes. Why? Because of the negative thinking. You're allowing the world out there to frame your world. I have a personal world. And even though I live in this world that is so full of negativity in my world, I've fought to stay positive, to stay in God's word, and to think like God. And that's what we have to do. He said, by your words are you justified, and by your words are you condemned. You know, things that don't happen in life, it's because ultimately it's, it comes from what you say. There's another verse in the scripture that says that death and life are in the power of what you say. You know, not, not necessarily death like dying, but just death and destruction come from the words that you speak out of your mouth. But the way to change what you say is to change the way you think first. And that is gleaning and getting a hold of the revelation of God's word. Another verse that supports this about what you say is in James 3, 2. And he says this. He said, for we all stumble in many things. There's things that we don't know how to deal with. We kind of stumble over. We get back up. You know, we may even fall down, but we continue to get back up. But he said, if anyone does not stumble in word or what he says, he is a perfect man or a mature man, able to bridle and control his whole body. You, you, know, you know, the first thing that I think of when I think of controlling my whole body is controlling my emotions and controlling my feelings. Because my emotions and my feelings, if they're allowed to run rampant and, and have no control, or I, I'm, not, I'm not developing control over my emotions and over my feelings, if my emotions and my feelings are leading me in my life, then it's going to be destruction. He said here in this verse, it's the same as a perfect and developed man if he never stumbles in what he says, if he never says the wrong thing. You think, well, you know, can I live a life like that? Well, we found somebody in the scripture that lived a life like that. And, and I want to read this verse to you. <clears throat> it's found in John 14 and verse 30. Paul, uh, th th this is Jesus. Jesus said this. I will no longer talk much with you for the ruler of this world, the ruler of this world. Jesus called the devil the ruler of this world, 
Paul called him the God of this age. The ruler of this world, the God of this age. Notice what Jesus said. He says, he has nothing in me. He has nothing on me. He, he, his lies and what he's tried to convince me were true, I never gave into. In other words, I never said the wrong thing. I never allowed myself to give in to the emotion and to give in to all the things that tried to get me to trip me up and say things and do things that were not in line with God and God's word. And, and, and you say, well, that's Jesus. Yeah, that's Jesus. But he's, he is, he's the example that we're to follow after. Yeah, we're, we're going to say the wrong things at times. Yeah, we're going to do the wrong things at times and, 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 you know, not control something in a moment. But every time I do something wrong, I want to get better at it. I want to have more control over my emotions and, and, and over my feelings, not being moved by what I see, but only being moved and only being led by what I get from God. God's way of thinking and doing and operating. To me, that's the key to your and my success. It, it, it is changing our thinking by changing what we say and changing what we say by changing the way that we think. Not allowing the big world out there in all of its negativity to control and rule the small world of our own individual lives. If you'll frame your world with the Word of God, if you'll frame your world with the Word of God, then when you live out here in this big world, you can make a difference and make a change instead of that world changing you. That's what I choose to do. I'll live the rest of my life seeing that implemented in my life so I can be a blessing to other people and help other people get out of the fears and the cares that they live in on a day-to-day -day basis. I want to read one verse out of the Old Testament regarding <clears throat> David of old. King David. He was David the shepherd boy and King David. I'll tell you what, if there was anybody that ever dealt with negative things throughout his life, I mean, he had some good things happen in his life. And he was a great leader and he had a passion. He had a heart for the things of God. But man, I'm telling you, he dealt with some negative stuff. I mean, he dealt with negative things on a regular basis. I mean, just, I mean, things that tried to actually get the best of him and and at times it appeared that they did but he would always go back to God and he would always repent to God and he would always pull himself back up and and get the strength from knowing who God was in his life and I want to read this I want to read this one verse out of Psalm 23 and it and it's verse 4 he said yea though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil. Now, you know, the valley of the shadow of death. I mean, you know, there, there's, I've read a number of different commentaries on that and what that is. And, you know, it, it, it was at a, a time in David's life and several times, I think, in David's life when he was walking through and dealing with some really bad things. And, you know, you can focus on the bad things 
But I, w- I want you to think about this. Do you think that David, when he's walking through the valley of the shadow of death, do you think David had emotion? Absolutely. Do you think David dealt with fear? Do, do you feel like that David had feelings, you know, things that were making him feel a certain way? Absolutely. Everybody has feelings. Everybody has emotions. They're just horrible leaders. The only good leader in your life is the Holy Spirit within you. If you're not born again, Holy Spirit's not there. But if you're born again today, you know, He's inside of you. If you're not born again, there's no day like the present to accept Jesus as your Savior and have the Holy Spirit live in you. He's the great leader. He's not the doer, but He's the helper to help us to accomplish the things that He wants us to do in this life. David said, David said in this this passage, in, in, in what was said here, David was saying, even though I dealt with some things, there were some times that were pretty gloomy, maybe some lonely times, some difficult times that I walked through. I didn't fear evil. You know why? Because he didn't tolerate it. There's another passage of scripture where David said, I sought the Lord and he heard me and he delivered me from all my fears. We can't tolerate fear. And we can't tolerate negative emotions and negative feelings. We can't allow them to remain because they're a horrible leader and they'll cause you to live your life up one day and down the next. Up one day, down the next. Up one day, down the next. When God is your leader and you're developing that and you're developing in your life a new mindset, a new way of thinking, God's way of thinking, a new way of talking and allowing things to not just be negative about everything. I mean, you're around people and maybe you're one of those kind of people that everything that comes out of your mouth, it has this negative tone to it. You know, it's got this negative flair. It's you want to be negative about every person, you know, and there's reasons. I mean, there's all kinds of negative stuff around, but talking about it won't do anything but get you focused on the problem instead of talking the things of God will get you focused on God being the answer. He's the truth. He's the way of life. The Bible says you'll know the truth. And the truth you know, it'll set you free. It'll, it, it'll liberate your life. The truth that you know, that you're believing in. And the only way for you to believe in the truth of God's word is to change the way you think and change the way that you talk. Changing the way that you talk will change the way that you think. And as you begin to implement that in your life in a greater way, you're going to see amazing things happen. And I promise you, you'll be able to walk through uh, difficult times. You'll be able to say when you're walking through something that is like the valley of the shadow of death, some difficult time, you'll be able to say, no, fear, I give you no place in my life. Circumstances, I command you to change. God, I thank you for your greatness and I honor you. As David sought you, you heard David, and and you delivered David of all his fears. Today, I'm thanking you that fear has no grip and no hold on my life. I'm delivered, and I am set free. Those kinds of things you have to say in the midst of what you faced. I promise you, David didn't just cry all the way through, walking through the valley of the shadow of death. He didn't cry and moan and groan and complain every day and all the time. I mean, there were some difficult times. But God saw him through it. It says, God 
brought this comfort and this peace to him through his word and through his spirit. And as we allow God to be that to us, there's nothing that we cannot come through. In this time of this pandemic that, that we've been walking through, uh, you know, some people it's been really difficult on and, and, and a lot of fears and those kind of things. Other people, not so. But, but as you walk through it or anything else in the future, it doesn't mean that there's not going to be other things that we have to walk through. But as our faith and confidence grows in the midst of this, then we're able to handle anything, face anything. So that the big world out there that is already framed with negativity is not going to rule the small world of my life because I'm allowing God and his word and his spirit to control and rule. So I want to leave you with that tonight. 